Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein with Our Wondrous World, this world so full of wonders. Hello, everyone, again. Hope you're doing well. Huh, this life. <laughs> yes, today we're going to talk about life in three words. Huh. As if you could express everything in three words. But you know, if I say life is everything, that is already three words, isn't this? And that shows what kind of scope life is. I mean, it's endless. And you are part of it. Sometimes we forget that. You actually are the creation of your life. I heard someone that someone said, oh, life is creation, not discovery. And I thought, well, why not both? Yes, of course, life is creation. It seems to be in one place and you build and build and build. That's fine. But when you go for the word discovery, you have a direction. You have action. And I think that kind of fits in beautifully with the modern mind of today. The other thing is more like religious. Yes, it's creation. And that's good. We keep that. But now in that process, you're moving forward. And do you know another word that is so good when it comes to life is to be curious. You just are so curious. You have an appetite for life. Anyway, to know more about me, Helena, go to my websites. I have two functioning websites. And one is bodysoulconnection.com. That's been there for a long time. It was someone tried to steal it for a moment, but I got it back. And also I have a new one, findingyourinnerlight.com. It's a different website. I don't know why I have two, but sometimes when one is down, it's good to have a second one. And this is my way about everything. Always have a backup. Always have a plan B for whatever you're going to do. So life. What is life? Well, who knows? It can be, as I said, what you're going to make it to be. Today it's wonderful. Tomorrow, it might be just awful for you. So I can only say, life is in the eyes of the beholder. It's what you make it to be. Of course, you've heard this lots of times. And this is what teachers are telling you. But you know something about teachers? What they say and do it's not usually what is happening. So many teachers know all these things, but they don't live it. So it doesn't quite ring true when they say it. Oh, yes, you're making life your way. No, you have to say it with a kind of a conviction. You know, it's you all along. And many don't like to hear that. I know that from some clients. They say, I'm blaming them for everything. I should teach them how to do it. I say, yes. 
it starts with you. <laughs> and don't you think I have found out? I lived an awful long time doing things wrong. And that's why I'm saying this is how you do it. Everything, whatever it is, starts with you. I know when I have newsletters and I say somewhere in the newsletter, you know, everything is up to you. And then I always get a couple who cancel. They don't like to hear that. So my newsletter, by the way, it's for free. And I think it would be nice if you could read it. You get it. I never share that list with anyone. In fact, I cannot even share it with myself many times because once, you have filled in that online. It goes directly to the distributor. And they put these names in a vault. I really mean that, in a vault. For me to get to see that list, I have to check in and they double check and everything. And they call me back and give me a code. And then I have to fill in that code. So that's like two, three doors I have to go through to get to that list. And I assure you, no one else can get in through that list and take those names. And I don't share them with anyone. So you are safe when you are on that list. And you get that, what I feel good information. <laughs> and all thank you for sending me little notes and telling me how much you appreciate receiving those newsletters. Sometimes they're very hard to write. Sometimes they just flow, and I don't correct anything. It just goes right through. And this is how you notice life is. Sometimes it's very, very easy. It means you're on your right track. You are on the track where you are meant to be. And sometimes things are really hard. And I think when things are really, really hard, maybe you should stop for a while and See what you can do to change something. That's all it takes many times. When we talk about life, sometimes you might feel life has stopped around you. And those things happen usually when someone breaks up with you. And I say that as, as an example because we have all at some time experienced that someone we loved very much and felt we should have a future with, suddenly didn't feel the same and left you. Or someone died, you know, someone you loved died. And that's horrible. And when you get messages like this, it seems that your life has stopped. It's almost like you can feel how life has stopped in you. And you can hear how there is a silence and no future around you. And that's not good when you experience that. I've been there and I, have, I can describe that feeling. It's not a nice feeling. But then, now it's up to you. Again, it's up to you what's going to be. And that might be hard. And you might in the meantime say, oh, life is difficult, life is S-H-I-T, you know, you really are disappointed. And you just say also life is disappointment. But now, once you are in that moment when everything stands still, 
know the three words I'm aiming at about life is goes on. Life goes on. It does not stop. Even if we believe we have killed all life everywhere. No, life goes on. We see that with nature. You build a city in the jungle and you maintain that city with your human tools. Suddenly, all these people disappear from that city. How long does it take before nature's taken back that city and it grows green all over the place? Doesn't take long at all. Even in colder climates, you see how you just roll that asphalt over the ground. And suddenly, there's a little weakness in this man-made asphalt. And there is maybe, for us, an invisible crack. And immediately, some force of life is cracking in through that, through almost invisible roots. And that continues because way up high, after that blockage of the asphalt, life continues and there is light. And now little grain of nature would crack through everything. And to your amazement, in the middle of the asphalt, you have a big, thriving, yellow dandelion. The maskrus in Swedish. You have this big, big piece of nature growing through that dark asphalt that we have created. We can never stop nature. We can never stop life. There is always some grain of life anywhere, even if we cannot see it. And that's what I say about Mars out there. I believe there's been strong, big light on Mars once upon a time. And I believe also that there is a life force up there and out there and that it's there. We just haven't grown into that dimension yet. We don't see that dimension. But there is an invisible force of life everywhere because life is energy. And you cannot kill energy. It doesn't work. So that is, again, life is what you make it. And life always continues. Life, it moves on. So now, if you are in a situation, no, there is no ending. It's just the way it is. (laughs) So... We are now, okay, if you want to write me, you can even write me during this uh, talk now on Dr. Helena, info at yahoo.com, D-R Helena, info, short for information, at yahoo.com, or at activeil at gmail, activeil, A-C-T for Tom, I-D for Victor, A-L-E at gmail.com. If you want to listen to this program, you can go to your iPhone and go to podcast. There's an app there on most phones. And then just put in Helena Margareta and you come to this podcast. 
Although that they are not in order, so you get them a little bit mingled, you know, a little bit here and there, and I don't even think you get the latest. But go to my website. You can see them there, and you have them on iTunes. So you have a little bit everywhere. Facebook, you can get it. You can get this show, Our Wondrous World, in many places. And, of course, on Blog Talk Radio. You just do blogtalkradio.com forward slash Helena. So there we go. And you can write me emails afterwards, and I do receive them, and I'm getting to them sooner or later, whoever you are, if they're nice. (laughs) If there are anything I can answer and do something about. They don't have to be nice, of course. They just have to be, you know, creative somehow. So talk about discovering life and discovering something ahead of you because everything is ahead of you and above you. It's not behind you. Behind you is, you know, going backwards. It doesn't mean good things. I'll tell you a little example of that. And I was, when I was a little girl, maybe four or five years old, and we lived in the city, but we also lived in the country, and we spent the summers in the country, always. And in the beginning of the summer season, my mother ordered little chicks, you know, about 50 of them. And they were coming in two boxes, and they were all chirpy and, and, you know, happy in those boxes. I don't know how they could survive the, the trip, but evidently they did. And we let them loose in the, in the, in, in the little fenced-in area with, with, with the door. And they had a very nice in that place with grass and the bush and everything else. And I think even little flowers. And they were so small, so they just had a great time in that. And they had a little house also. And one day I stepped into that little chick, chicken yard and wanted to play with the little chicks. And, of course, they would always come running up to me or whoever was in that little pen and uh, because they would get grains and little food. So now they came up running to me and everything was great. And then I wanted to get out. But without thinking about it, I took one step backwards. And I was wearing shoes, you know. So somehow I heard a little squeak, a sound behind me. And I felt, oh, I stepped on something. And I turned around. I had killed one of those little chickies. I was absolutely beside myself. I didn't even dare touch it. It was lying there. And I didn't know that those little chicks had black eyes, but not as it was dead. It had pulled over like a blue, a pale blue eyelid over its eyes. Do you I still remember that? And immediately it looked like really dead, dead. It was like it had no sparkle. No soul in it anymore. It was just like a sponge lying there. How quickly life disappeared out of a living being. And I got so sad. And the other chicks, they didn't care. You know, they just ran around the same way, ran over this dead little chick. 
and I was beside my ma- myself. But at that moment, my world stood still. Nothing continued. But I collected myself very quickly, and I didn't want to touch it. I just left it right there and walked out, making very careful steps now, making sure that I wouldn't kill another little being. And I got out of, of this little cage. Well, it was more than the cage, it was a pen. And was also protected on top with, with some kind of fencing because, you know, some threat can also come from a different direction. Not only from around you, but also from above you. You have these birds, you had falcons, you had hawks, you know, they were all allowed to get a little chick from time to time. So they were there to start to grow up. And it's amazing how these little lives grow fast, <laughs> you know. And of course, I don't eat chicken, you know that. So um, everything has a certain character and certain life. So life is creation. Life is also moving. Life is actually amazing. And you can ask someone, and they will say, life is absolutely wonderful. Yes, life is wonderful. And why is this so that they say so? Because they're putting good feelings into their lives. They're putting this feeling of gratitude. Number one, to be gratitude, to to be grateful, to show gratitude. Oh, it's so important. You know, just a couple of days ago, I was calling up my insurance to renew the policy for next year. And I get this uh, young man, of course, all men are young now, when I look at them and talk to them and everything else. But he was in his late 20s, I would think, maybe 30, early 30s. And we started to talk. And uh, he was wonderful to talk to. And I noticed young men are curious. They're more curious than young women. Because some women choose to follow men. And that is the problem that women have. They want to please men. Whereas some women, they choose to follow their dream. Do you know who you are? Are you following your dream or are you not? Lady Gaga or someone I very much admire, said exactly this. Some women choose to follow men. Some women choose to follow their dream. And she did. Anyway, going back to this insurance agent and how we had the best to talk. And he said, God, you're the coolest person I can think of. (laughs) You say all these great things. I'm learning every second. I'm listening to you. And I said, well, that is my subject. You should read my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality. And he said, oh, well, you know, I love to read that one. Well, he may have said it, but you don't know how many books I have sold that way, talking to someone who was selling me something. So we continued to talk about gratitude. He was the one who started it, I believe. And he said, do you know everything? Or every other day, 
I write in my, in my journal 10 things I'm grateful over. And you know, it makes me feel so much stronger and so much better that day. Isn't that something you should start to do or we all should start to do? Be grateful. I tell this to my clients. Oh, clients, <laughs> many clients. I tell that to my clients. And they say, well, you know, I don't know if I'm grateful for much. You know, of course, my life is good. But it, to, to actively begin to say thanks for something that you have and something that you enjoy, it makes your life easier to live. It makes your life more fun. And now we can say about life, life is fun. And it really is. Sometimes, of course, it's not, but you can make it fun again. And we forget, you know, when I tell people, put down three things you're grateful for. And they sit there and wonder and think. And, and they, they think, oh, yeah, I got a promotion last month, maybe that's really good, you know. And I said, of course, it's damn good. It's an excuse word. But, you know, it is very, very good. It's amazingly good that you got that. However, what about you can see, you open up your eyes and you can see. I had a friend who actually opened up her eyes one morning. And she could not see. She was married. She had her husband next to her in bed. And she said, I cannot see. And she, he just said, oh, darling, open them up again. <laughs> but that was not what it was. She, no one knew what was wrong with her. She stayed blind for six months. And then the eyesight came back just the way it disappeared. But she learned a lot of things. And we talked about that last time also. When you don't see, you develop a very strong intuitive hearing instead. So let's see you can see and you can hear and you can taste and you can smell. This is big stuff to be grateful for. And now you get up and you can and you walk and you can. And you can handle yourself just doing the next few things you're doing. You're going to the bathroom. You're going to the kitchen. You can do all those things. You can make your own toast. You know, start to be grateful for all these things. There's certainly more than 10 things to be grateful about. Oh, wow. Life is precious. Life is also full of surprises. And you create every moment of it through your feelings and your actions. It is a united effort between mind, body, spirit. Spirit is what was there first. And we forget this thing about spirit. And also spirit brings you forward. What I wanted to add on with about this story about the little chick was that, which is a big point of the story, I don't think, you know, 
have made a point of it. And this was, yes, I by mistake killed this little being. But I did so through making a step backward. And that is again a sign. If you make your steps forward, you have better control of what's happening around you. And that goes for everything you think and feel and see. You look forward. Because if you go backwards, you could hurt someone. Or mainly, you could hurt yourself. Let's say back behind me, there would have been a hole instead. And I would have fallen into that hole. You see, keep your eyes on the road ahead of you and not always believing, oh, I have something behind me. Yeah, you take a glance and see, yes, what's behind me. But now, move forward. It just tells you that there is something around you that is really, really good. And what is ahead of you? Well, you decide. Just as, you know, Lady Gaga here said, some women choose to follow men. But why not follow your own dream? And when she meant this about the follow men, they just follow what they are kind of programmed to do through society. Or if you are with a man, and usually I hear so many women thinking like their husbands do or their men do. They have the same political opinion, the same scientific opinion, and, you know, they just go along for the peace, maybe, of the family, (laughs) along what he's thinking and seeing, and choose to live a life according to what this family has programmed and they have set. But again, you can choose to follow your dream. Doesn't mean you have to live your, to lead, or should say, how to, you have to lead your family or your husband or anyone. No, you can still live your dream. You don't follow a dream because of necessity. You follow a dream because you have a dream. And that's another thing that so many have misunderstood. I see that with what I'm doing. People don't understand I have a dream to work in the light. I have a dream to make people understand out there for them. I have a dream to make women understand their higher potential. Well, men too, of course. But men have been so programmed that they already know more how to move forward. And they are maybe programmed from the early days on. Oh, yes, you should get this great career. You should be president. That has, of course, changed now in the Western world. But not necessarily in another world out there on on the planet. There are worlds where they're still standing in the back. Well, in this country, to some degree, too, when you believe that women do not own their bodies. Well, in this country, they believe 
society or the government owns the body of women. That is, of course, little unique for the Western world. Otherwise, this this country is a wonderful world. <laughs> so, another woman came to mind just now, and that is Rosa Parks. If you live in America, you know who Rosa Parks was. If you live in a different part of the world, and of course, I most of my listeners, you know, collectively all over the world, you probably don't know the word or the name Rosa Parks. She lived in the 1900s, of course, and she died early in this century, but she was born in 1913. In the 1950s, they still had the segregation, you know, black and white in the states, southern states of this country, United States. And they had rules for the, for, for the you know, for whites and for the blacks and so on. But she was a wonderful uh, woman of, well, African-American. And that's what, there was a rule in Alabama and maybe in the other southern states too, that those who were of American, African-American race, they were not allowed to sit up front in the bus. They had to sit in the back if they wanted to sit at all. But Rosa Parks was tired, and she sat down in the front of the bus. And she did. And now there was a white man who wanted that seat. And he asked her to stand up and go and stand at the back where she belonged. And she said, no, I'm going to stay here up front. It's my seat. I'm tired. I want to stay here. And, of course, they started a big thing, you know, the conductor, the bus driver, everyone wanted her to give up her seat, and she wouldn't. Eventually, she had to leave the bus, I suppose, and walk back home. But she had started something, and it ended up that they had to change the law because these African Americans now protested and they wouldn't take the bus at all. They all started walking in protest what they had done with Rosa Parks. Well, she was actually, no, I think she wasn't there walking. I think they arrested her and she had to sit in jail for a while until they decided what to do with her. So this is part of American history and it is not that far away and we still have certain troubles in this country. So Rosa Parks, who is now considered the mother of the freedom movement, she says that each person must live their life as a model for others. And I'm asking you, do you? Do you feel you're living as a model for others, one way or the others, or for the children? Do children look at you and listen to you and feel, oh, I'm learning something from her or from you. I'm learning something from him, from her. Is that how you live? Are you an example for the world in any way? And if you feel you cannot be that, of course you can. Look at yourself in the mirror. 
you can make yourself look pretty before you go out, even if you're taking the bus. You know, there's so many little opportunities out there to do good, to be good. And it's more fun that way. So life is what you make it to be. But life is one thing again. It goes on. Life moves on. It never stops. So if you feel that it's nothing more to learn, nothing more to do, nothing more to live, no, life goes on. If you feel now you have no more money and you have stopped living, no, keep on living. Live with life because life moves on. Don't get left behind. Even if you're stuck in one place, you are in prison, you know. You have life. You have a life. And you start with your feelings, with your thoughts. And you can start to live a life that is very rich and productive within you. And no one can ever, ever, ever take your spiritual freedom away from you. Spiritual freedom is something that lives within you. That is your feeling about things. Your feelings about you. We have such a thing. Inner freedom. You can choose where you want to go with your life. And now one thing, and I'm going to say that once and for all at the end of each program. Don't accept fear. We are so programmed from our government, from our media, to be fearful, to be scared, scared of certain things, to live with fear. Don't do that. It's the first thing we hear on TV, fear. It's the last thing we hear on TV, fear. I was going to say that. Throw that away. Throw it away. We don't need that at all. You don't need that at all. No. Live in the light. And know that the light is the good energy creating a new path of love and light and hope for you. Oh now. We're going to do a little meditation. And you can listen to this as many times as you want. And you can forward this program on to others. It's copyrighted, of course. But you can read it and anyone can read it and, and just tell people where it came from so they can listen for themselves next time. I love being in contact with my listeners and with my readers. And again, when you read my book, by the way, if you want to give a Christmas present or holiday present to someone, think about this book. It's actually very good. It's called The White Light, A Limitless Reality. You will learn an awful lot that you didn't know before. And I guarantee that. I can actually guarantee that. Because... You know, I've had so much feedback, and it has won awards. 
and it has been a bestseller. It pops out as being a bestseller on a certain ebook quite often on Amazon, but it has been number one bestseller on Amazon as well. Number one international bestseller, which has been good, but it didn't last many days. I must say now it is back to somewhere else. But you know, we take what we can get for the time being. And for you, accept the light and that you are the shiny light and that you have that creation of love and light within you. This is who you truly are. And now relax and relax and relax. You take a deep breath and you close your eyes and your eyes will remain closed until I say it's time to open them up again. Yes, deep, deep down within you, there is a place that knows all and sees all. And that place is called I am. Yes. I am, and that lives there within you. You feel that energy of I amness within you, of light, of shiny energy. And you imagine yourself far, far away in the beautiful garden, far, far away. This is a garden you may have visited before in your dreams. And you take a deep breath. You feel this garden is part of you. And you are part of it with all the beauty. And it feels so energizing feels so loving to be in this garden and your whole body is relaxing your feet, your legs your arms your shoulders you take a deep breath and as you walk through the garden you're following a little walkway and it seems almost almost shining out of yellow light as you walk on it. And it goes deeper and deeper and deeper into the garden. You feel a strong, strong energy within you of love and light. And suddenly you feel a vibration around you you look around and you see this tree and you feel somehow connected with this tree and you walk up to the tree and give this tree a hug and the tree is immediately responding and is sending little drops of energy towards you from each little leaf 
above you on the branches, you feel so connected to the tree. And now you look up and you see the sky. It's shiny blue, blue, blue. And you see what you believe is a white cloud. But as you look a little further, you see it's actually a light. It's a white light. And now you connect with that white light in the sky. And you feel it in your chest area. And now you absorb the energy from the star in the sky. But it is a star you realize it's just looking like a ball of light because it's so intense. And it shines now within you your chest. You begin to feel warm all over. The warmth that's spreading from your chest up into your shoulders, up in your neck, and up in your head, and into your thoughts. And your thoughts are getting more focused, more shiny, more positive. And now the light is continuing into your arms all the way in through your fingers, strengthening the power of your actions, of your hands, of your grip, yes, of your actions. And you feel that Almost your hands are filling up with white light and you're getting stronger and stronger and stronger through the power. Yes, you know who you are. You are the power of the light. You feel that more and more strongly. Yes, you now know who you are. You are a powerhouse. You feel it more and more and more strongly and strongly and strongly. You know you are a child of the light. You know it and you now Make that affirmation within you and a shiny light. I have a wish to follow my dream of allowing the light to guide me through my life. And you feel it more and more and more intensely. More and more intensely. I am shiny light. You know it. You feel it. And now you have an active feeling of love and light within you. That this love and light is your best friend. 
And this is who you truly are. And now we are slowly, slowly coming back to here and now. And when I count to seven, one, two, three, the light lives within you and is there as your best friend. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Enjoy your life. And this is Helena Steiner Holstein talking to you yet again. See you next time. Bye-bye. Be well. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.